Welcome back, Potterheads. My name, as usual, is Tavi Wickman. This is the Of Muggles and Mudbloods, Chapter 3, Episode 3. I'm here with Mona Musa, who can't stop laughing. She has supposed to do the intro today, but that has not worked out. I mean, I was I was put on the spotlight. You can't really blame me. And hello, everybody. I'm hey, sorry, you volunteered. I I tried, but you know, You're like happiness, like I volunteer. <laughs> I did. Oh, I wow. was like, let let me try and do the opening for first, but no, it didn't work out. So sorry. Yeah. So today we are discussing letters from no one. For those of you um, coming back for the third time, welcome. Um, and welcome to the Up Muggles and Mudbloods podcast, where we discuss the Harry Potter books and the world in general from a muggle or muggle-born perspective, trying to ana- analyze how it would be like to be a witch or wizard without a witch or wizard, wizard, wizarding family. So, without further ado, we are jumping into the 30-second recap, this time with Mona. And three, two, one, go. This is a chapter where summer starts, and Harry and Dudley are supposed to be preparing for school. Harry, gets, uh, Harry starts to receive his letters from Hogwarts, while everyone is shook and are fighting for the letters. Harry ends up moving to a new bedroom, and again, the letter is addressed to the room. Uh, the family uh, moves to a hotel and later on to a boat. They still receive the letters addressed to that to those places exactly. Um, Harry fights and stands up for, for and himself, which is that is time. Oh man, I was really close. I was about to say, and it shows how the Muggle-born wizards receive their letters. I was so close, but so wrong because you missed the banging on the door. Someone was outside knocking to come in um well i was again i was put under pressure okay Mm. i don't do well under pressure here but i tried so we don't really get to meet hagrid here uh but we get really 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 close right like we're we're almost there we're almost at hagrid um the keeper of the keys and grounds at hogwarts um one of my all-time favorite, favorite characters. So a couple of things that I really want to mention from this, from this chapter are a couple of the deleted scenes, scene, things that happened that didn't make it into the movie, but did make it into, among other things, deleted scenes, right? Mm-hmm. The hotel, fine. But the amazing deleted scene of, 24 letters to Harry found their way into the house, rolled up and hidden inside each of the two dozen eggs that the very confused milkman had handed on Petunia. Oh my god, yeah. Through the living room window. (laughs) Well, Uncle furious telephone calls to the post office and the dairy trying to find someone to complain to. Aunt Petunia shredded the letters in her food mixer. I love that. That is an um, that is amazing wizarding ingenuity right there. Yeah. If we can't get the letters to hang Harry, let's starve them. <laughs> <laughs> or not exactly. I love that. Uh, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. 
we get a fairly good image of how spoiled Dudley is, which is... I've, I've got a question, though. Is it possible to blend papers? Like, can you even blend paper? You, of course you can shred it. You, you, you can just shred it, but yeah. would that even work? Yeah, you can. Um, if you want, we can try on your uh, bachelor's degree. <laughs> if I eventually get it. I'm sure by the time this episode is published, you will have it. If not, what is wrong with you? I say, the guy that does not have his degree yet. Exactly. Much I mean, I technically have my degree. I technically have my degree. I just decide when to get it. Yeah. <laughs> so, in this chapter, we see the muggles fleeing from the wizarding world, which is, I think, less to do with muggles and more to do with Vernon and Petunia Dursley being terrified of everything that is not perfectly normal. Thank you very much. I mean, they did say they're not like you and me. Yeah. And they, they're meaning the, the wizards, obviously. Very true. So what we want to get in here to here with when it comes to muggle and muggle-born relations with the wizarding world is the sending of the letters to inform them that they have received a place at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. The Ministry of Magic, or in this case, Hogwarts School, is acting with the presumption that Harry Potter is aware of his wizarding upbringing or his wizarding um, ancestry, and he is aware of Hogwarts already, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is why they're sending these letters. Obviously, they are confused, I guess, and proceed to bombard the Dursleys with letters until they can't do anything but flee, which is a interesting solution. To which, at which, after which, they send Hagrid to finish off the the job. This is obviously not the case and cannot be done with um, Muggle-born students. Um, what would you do if you got a letter? at the age of 11 stating you were, you were accepted to a school of magic written in green ink called Hogwarts. I, I would be really confused because, like, one, I'm not aware of my abilities, even though I probably used them when I was younger. And two, why would they ask for, like, a normal, boring, plain old person? Like, you know, I'm very simple. Why would they ask for me? It's like, what's so special? I'd be really confused. Yeah, so it will be it will be considered more of a prank. Um, yeah, you would need a pewter cauldron, um, dragon hide gloves, which are not made of rabbits. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. A wand, and you can have an owl, a cat, or a toad. I don't get why toads are on that list. Um, Neville Longbottom, for you, everyone. Um, one of the greatest characters and glow-ups in world history. So when it comes to Muggleborn students, we can jump over to our dear old, the, the late Lily Evans, or Lily Potter, who was informed of her witch status, I believe, before she got the letter, thanks to interactions with Severus Snape. I had no idea, actually. It, it's possible. I'm not entirely sure where that, where that timeline goes, but... It's definitely a possibility, but what we must assume here is that Hogwarts, or I believe there's actually documentation of this, Hogwarts does mm-hmm. send a representative of the school to each wizarding, well, 
muggle-born child to inform them and their parents of the nature of their magical abilities. Yeah. Okay. As we, as we of course, see in the case of Dumbledore, right? We see Dumbledore visiting Tom Riddle, the, the Lord Voldemort. He must not be named at his orphanage and informing him, um, obviously not informing the Muggle headmistress of the orphanage, but mm. visiting the orphanage. I, I can assume that Riddle would not have been allowed to leave magically to go in to London to buy a wand had he n- not had somebody visit. Okay, fair enough. No. But yeah, true. When it comes to Harry, it's like they just presume that he knows that he's a wizard. Yeah. And they're just inviting him. I believe huh. the quote is Blimey, Harry, have you, did you never wonder where your mom and pa learned it all? <laughs> I believe I got that right. I'm not entirely sure, but I believe I got that right. I think so. So a car crash did not kill Lily and James Potter, obviously. It was something much, much mm-hmm. more sinister. It, it has to be that you, 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 you have an assistant professor, a professor at Hogwarts visiting you. And at that point, um, informing your, you and your family of the nature of your, your um, abilities. Otherwise, we could, like, you would not have any Muggleborns at Hogwarts because who the fuck would show up? And how, like, yeah, same thing. Um, the issue of getting your wand. Um, you definitely need a Ministry or Hogwarts wizard to escort you to Diagon Alley because... That would be insane. Um, can you imagine that? Yeah, I mean, I, I went when I went to Edinburgh and I went to the street that was inspired by like uh, Diane Alley. It was intense, and you know, having the actual Diane Alley that would be even more. It's like a little kid lost in a candy store. No, that that's a happy. Imagery. But. Like you, you'd have you wouldn't be able to get in in the first place. Like true, you need a wand to get into Diagon Alley, um, and you don't have one. Oh yeah, then then that means they need to be accompanied with someone. Yeah, they would need to have a minister that would accompany them to, to Diagon Alley and then to Platform Nine and Three Quarters to take them to Hogwarts. Um, the Wizarding World is very unbeautiful. It's very, um, oh my God. So we're political scientists, in case um, you didn't notice. Um, <laughs> and we find the government structure and social services of the Wizarding World to be lax, haphazard, and entirely inefficient. Harry is abandoned at King's Cross Station in London, and hopefully he'll find his way. I mean... That's tough. Yeah. Like, he gets lucky. Like, what would have happened if Harry never met the, met the Wheezies and then had shown up five hours late to Hogwarts his first day? Oh, uh, that would be my worst nightmare, showing up to school for, on the first day, like, hours and hours late. But also being like, the chosen one, Harry Potter, the boy who lived, shows up after the sorting ceremony, all alone, walks in. Dang, that would be a tough situation. Like, he wouldn't just have the Slytherins against him. He would have everyone against him. <laughs> he would be everyone's enemy now. Having Slytherins against him would be just more than enough. Than like, 
everybody else. Yeah. Like. Um, of course, the Slytherin house. I, I, I'm just imagining. House. Sorry? I, I'm just imagining like thousands of people yeah. like me and even worse just being yeah. there. 10 points from Gryffindor for being an insufferable drama queen. Love Severus Snape or hate Severus Snape. Um, I do. I definitely do both. But I love him. This would get Harry off on an even more wrong foot than he already did with our late Alan Rickman, Professor Snape, and Potions Master at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. It would be a massive issue, really. Yeah. I mean, poor thing if he would have been late. Yeah. So, in conclusion, here we need. We're going to need to have a ministry witch or wizard informing with the letter in hand and with galleons or some kind of stipend um, provided by the Hogwarts treasury to afford muggle-born witches and wizards the, the galleons to buy robes, a cauldron, a wand, a dragonhide gloves, etc. Um, prior to Hogwarts. They could not be expected to figure that themselves out themselves. Um, like London is a big city and you're not going to find Diagon Alley by yourself. So ministry, please, please, please ensure that there is a wizard that will escort young muggle-born witches and wizards to both Diagon Alley and then to platform nine and three quarters prior to their their um, trip to Hogwarts. Uh, one question I have, though, is, is the fact that the letters arrive just before Harry's birthday coincidence and they arrive at this time for all students, or do they arrive at your 11th birthday? I'd like to think they arrive before the 11th birthday. Because that would make, that would be, make sense, because yeah, formed all students that they would be going to to Hogwarts a month in advance, that would be a significant issue for a lot of people. Um, mm. For example, I believe it was Seamus Finnegan, who was the um, was the half blood. Sorry, um, not Seamus Finnegan, a different um, Gryffindor student. Now, after having Googled a little bit, we have determined that it was Just Justin Finch. Fletchley, that was accepted to the prestigious all-boys muggle public school located near Windsor and Berkshire, Eton College. Eton is an extremely prestigious and established institution in the United Kingdom, um, for those of you who do not know, um, and has been a place of education for many, many, many um, prime ministers, ministers, and leading people within English society. Um, just dropping out and leaving um, a place at Eton, a place that would that the parents would already have had an ex extremely expensive expensive um, fee going in, is simply not possible. So, informing them a month in advance would be simply, yeah, you you could not do that. Um, yeah, that that wouldn't make any sense. So. We also now take issue, apparently, with the idea of informing Harry so late as they did. They should at least inform the Dursleys 
a few months in advance um, of Harry's trip to Hogwarts. Yeah, but either way, it would have been chaotic. Well, Dursleys like, are chaotic in general. Um, no matter how much they try to um, maintain order, um, order be- obsessive order begets chaos because anything that breaks from that order is naturally perceived as a chaotic situation. Um, mm-hmm. Sucks to be them. But would it have made a difference if it was a few months before or if it was a month before? Not for Harry. Yeah. But maybe for Justin Finch Fletchley. Yeah. Well, that guy is an exception. But we're talking like Harry's situation and whoever turns 11. Mm. Wouldn't be that bad. So I I would hope that they would, in in general, inform at least a few months um, in advance. then of course Harry is expect somebody that is expected to have been informed about Hogwarts in advance, and therefore been scheduled to go. So it's possible that they would have received a letter in much farther in advance, had they not been somebody that was expected to be aware of Hogwarts. Yeah, so it was like um, a Muggle-born wizard. They probably would have received their letter away before, but then you know. Harry is an extremely exceptional case. Yes, Harry is an extremely exceptional case. Not only because he survived the Dark Mark because of because he didn't receive a wizarding witch wizard to inform him of his wizarding status. Um, but for all of you listening, you lovely Muggle-borns and Muggles, um, when you're waiting for your letter to arrive at the age of 11, having read the first Harry Potter books, we are happy to inform you that you would actually have been receiving a all-out wizard, maybe even Minerva McGonagall, visiting you and your parents to inform you that you have been accepted to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. Oh, dang. Oh, dang. So, to end this podcast, we want to jump into the last page of Letters from No One the third chapter of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Um, With one minute to go, he'd be 11. 30 seconds. 10. 9. Maybe he'd wake Dudley up just to annoy him. 3, 2, 1. Boom. The whole shack shivered and Harry sat bolt upright, straight staring at the door. Someone was outside. Knocking to come in. You guys can't see this, but I'm like smiling like an idiot right now, just because, like, you know, he, Harry has been living a shitty life. He's, you know, he's bullied. Mm-hmm. His family doesn't love him. He's abused, basically. Yeah, and and instead of counting down till he's eleven, he he was counting down to the seconds until like where his life changed. Like yeah. everything after he's eleven has changed, and it's just like, oh, the best and thing ha- ever. It's a whole new world for him. And yeah, that's exactly. really where the book starts with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, um, which means we'll be doing a lot more discussions about the first experiences as a Muggleborn. Of in the next few chapters, we'll be discussing Diagon Alley, um, the prices of things in the wizarding world 
and of course the keeper of the keys <laughs> in the grounds of Hogwarts, who's a major character from here on out. Um, so hope you'll be back for chapter four of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone next week. Until then, please like and subscribe to us. Rate us on iTunes and or wherever you listen to podcasts. It will help us reach new listeners. Um, like us on Facebook and comment. Um, please let us know what you think of the podcast. Um, if you have anything you would like us to discuss in the next chapter, we would love to hear it. Anything that you feel that we missed out on um, from a muggle perspective or a muggle-born perspective in this chapter or chapters earlier. Uh, with that said, my name is Tavi Wickman. I am here together with Mona Musa. And this has been Chapter 3 of Dresser's Dome with of Muggles and Mudbloods.